Let's pray one more time. Lord, we do just come before you, Lord, and we do just thank you. Thank you for this opportunity, Lord, that you give us, Lord, just to minister, Lord, uh, through your word, Lord, as we know that your Holy Spirit will speak through it, Lord. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you just uh, move me to the side, Lord, let you, uh, through the power of your Holy Spirit, speak through my mouth, through my, uh, use my mind, Lord. Use, Lord, your servant here, Lord, so you can speak to your people uh, according to your word, Lord Jesus. Uh, we love you and we thank you and we ask these things in Jesus' name. And everybody says. So, uh, Pastor Rob, if you remember, Pastor Rob uh, started this series of unshakable hope and anchored in God's pro- or anchored in promises of God uh, with a text. If you remember, in Second Corinthians chapter one, verse twenty. Pastor Rob mentioned this, this verse. It says, For all the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. Don't you love that? That God's promises, that God's promises are yes and amen in you and in me. Now, Pastor Rob also had mentioned that uh, broken, you know, that Broken promises often results in broken hearts. And he went on and, and shared a story of a, of, a, of a couple who was, you know, going through a divorce. But, you know, praise the Lord that uh, God is not like man. Praise the Lord that God uh, doesn't break his promises. Why? Because all of God's promises are yes and amen in him. That's, those promises are for you and me. I love that. I love that because we tend to forget. We tend to forget about God's promises. Even as believers, we tend to forget, uh, uh, you know, uh, God's word uh, in our lives, etc., etc. And if you remember, after Pastor Rob, uh, Pastor Pete Denham spoke about the promise of God's power. Pastor Pete asked the question, what comes to mind when you think of power and strength? And he had mentioned... Uh, also that we live in a world uh, that has many different opinions of what power and strength is, you know, and he went on a little bit to explain a little bit, but he tied it all together, uh, you know, bringing, bringing to the conclusion that the real power and the real strength comes from the Lord. Amen. Amen to that. Pastor Jamie, Pastor Jamie spoke uh, last week on God's promise of his comfort. I love that because, you know, as, as a church, uh, you know, many of our brothers and sisters, sisters have been going through so many things, so many trials. And, uh, you know, but God's comfort, the promise of God's comfort for the believer is awesome, is amazing. You know, uh, Pastor Jamie spoke of how God is faithful to comfort us and how God allows us to go through things so that we can experience experience him in those moments. Isn't that so true as well? Isn't that true that that the Lord uh, loves to do that? Well, today I want to share on the promise of God's presence in our lives. C.H. Spurgeon, I don't have it up in the, in the, in the, up in the screen, but C.S. Spurgeon said, uh, C.H. Spurgeon said this, the best evidence of God's presence is the devil's growl, is the devil's growl. And that is so true because our adversary, our enemy, the devil, is mad because of what God is doing in your life and in my life. Amen? And, and you can, you know, sometimes you can just sense, you can feel his growl because God is working in your life in mine. I know that we all believe. I know that, you know, as believers, that, you know, we've been walking with the Lord for a while. I know that we believe that God's presence is always in our lives. But sometimes, just sometimes, if 
you're like me, or maybe you're not, but, but if you're like me, you know, we tend to forget that God that God's presence is, 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 is with us. When we are going through tough circumstances, when we're going through uh, uh, situations or trials or, or things in our lives, we tend to forget that God is with us. Amen? We just do. Sometimes we look at the, at the problem. Sometimes we look at the circumstance, and the circumstance looks so much bigger, uh, uh, you know, and we forget that our God, your God, my God, is so much bigger than any circumstance that we confront in this world. Amen? You know, when we sin, when we sin voluntarily at that moment, we tend to forget that God is present. You know, when we, when we talk about someone else, when we slander uh, someone else, we tend to forget that God is there listening as well. And when we forget of God's presence, that God is with us, we are led astray by our flesh, by the world, by the enemy who is growling and is mad and is trying to do everything he can uh, to lead us astray. So I want, you, I want to read from Isaiah chapter 41, verse, uh, verses 1 through 10, and I want to focus on verse 10. That's what we're going to be looking at this evening. So the prophet Isaiah says this, Keep silence before me, O coastlands, and let the people renew their strength. Let them come near and let them speak. Let us come near together for judgment. Who raised us up, one, uh, who raised up one from the east, who in righteousness called him to his feet, who gave the nations before him and made him rule over kings, who gave them as the dust to, the, to his sword, as driven stubble to his bow, who pursued them and passed safely by the way that we had not gone with his feet, who has performed and done it, calling on generations from the beginning, I, the Lord, am the first, and with uh, the last I am he. The coastlands saw it and feared. The ends of the earth were afraid. They drew near and came. Everyone helped his neighbor and said to his brother, Be of good courage. So the craftsman encouraged the goldsmith. He who smoothed with the hammer inspired him who strikes with an anvil, saying, It is ready for the soldering. Then he fastened it with pegs that he might not totter. But you, Israel, are my servant, Jacob whom I have chosen, the descendants of Abraham, my friend, you whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called from the farthest regions and said to you, you are my servant, I have chosen you and I have not cast you away. Now, verse 10, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteousness, with my righteous right hand. Let's pause there for a second. So Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Just to let you know what is going on right here with Isaiah. The context here with Isaiah is that God is promising his people um, that he would bring them back from captivity. Now, the amazing thing and the crazy thing is that Isaiah is writing about 180 years before uh, this happens. But what we're seeing here that, uh, you know, what Isaiah is telling the people that even, bef- even before God's people were sent to Babylon for 70 years, God is telling them that they will return and he will bless them once again, letting them know that his glorious presence is present there will be, and, 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 and it will be with them in the future. He is such a gracious God. I love that God and his promises are yes and amen. And when God's word tells us, when he tells us that, that he is with us, we need to hold fast 
on, that, on, on this. Amen? Now, ber, uh, verse 10. We're going to look at this verse, and we're going to break it down to, into three sections and see how God's promise uh, of his presence uh, will be in your lives and in my lives and how we can trust in him. In this verse, we will see that God gives us two commands to obey. First, do not fear. Second, do not, dismay, do not be dismayed. Second, in this verse, we will see two reasons to obey. For I am with you and for I am your God. And three, in this verse, we also see three promises that God will keep. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So let's look at the first thing uh, in this verse. In this verse, we see that God gives us two commands to obey. Do not fear and do not be dismayed. Israel, right here in the text, Israel is commanded to fear not and to not be dismayed. You know, I've learned in my life, as much, and I'm sure some of you as well, I've learned in my life that fear, worry, and anxiety are often, uh, are often sin. If you remember the Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus in the, Mount, in the Sermon on the Mount, uh, he, he, and his, he tells us not to worry. You know, that's a commandment that the Lord tells us, not to worry. And on some occasions, he told his disciples not to fear or not to be troubled. And the reason the Lord is telling his disciples these things is because when you feel, fe- when you feel fear, when you begin to worry, when you, be- when you become anxious, uh, you end up feeling dismayed. You know, you end, up, you end up feeling dismayed, you end up feeling upset, you end up agitated. How many of you have, have gone through that? Am I the only one? Amen, I'm not alone here. <laughs> you know, because, you know, situations arise in your life and in my life. And situations that, that, that arise are not going, uh, you know, the way you want it to go or the way I want it to go. But when the God who rules over the nations, as described in verse 2 and 4, the God who chose you and me, who loves us, as described in verses 8 and 9, when that God tells us, fear not or, or be not dismayed, I believe we must take that seriously. Amen? We must take that seriously. You know, when I was a young man, yes, I'm, I'm not that old, but I'm, 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 when I was younger, I should say, uh, I had certain fears in my life. Now, uh, if some of you might know my testimony, you're probably asking, well, how can this be? Yes, I had fears. I was afraid of dying at one point. You know, I was afraid of dying. I was afraid of the dark, believe it or not. You know, some of you, uh, uh, how many of you were scared of the dark when you were small or, or still are scared of the dark? Some of you? Okay, okay, well, good, good. <laughs> well, I was afraid of the dark and I was afraid of being alone. And of course, with, many, uh, with all these fears, these fears drove me to make many mistakes in my life. It, it drove me to make many, many mistakes in my life. But now as a believer, as a believer, um, you know, I have Jesus in my life. I don't worry about dying because really I know where my desti- destination is. Amen. I know where my destination is. Uh, I know better now. I'm, I'm no longer afraid of the dark because Jesus is my light now. Jesus said, I am the light of the world and his light shines on my life. And, and so I'm no longer afraid of the, of the dark. I'm no longer, uh, I, don't, I, don't, um, I no longer mind being alone because I know now that my Lord Jesus Christ is with me all the time. And I love that. I love that because, you know, the Lord tells us the Lord tells us that he is with us until the end of time, until the end of time. Maybe some of you are feeling this way today. 
Maybe you feel that God has abandoned you, or maybe you feel that he is not near you, uh, because as believers, sometimes we feel that way. You know, sometimes we have these dry spells in our lives. You know, even when we're uh, reading our devotions, we feel like, you know, we're, like God is just not speaking to us. You know, but just to let you know, and I'm here to give you good news. He's there. He's listening. And he sees you and me. And he's there with us all the time. Amen? Just like the Lord tells Israel, fear not and, not, and be not dismayed. He's telling you today, remember me. The God of all power, the God of all glory is with you. Sometimes, always, always, always. When God says, fear not, be not dismayed, you know that, uh, you, know, uh, you know, just fear. When, it's, when the, the Bible talks about fear not or do not be afraid, you know, the Bible says this or repeats this phrase 365 times in the Bible. One for every single day of the year. You know, so God tells us every day, fear not. My brothers, my sisters, in order to face your fears, in order to face the, the, the circumstances that arise in your life, remember that God is with you always. You know, and when we feel this fear, remember that God tells us he has not given us a, a spirit of fear. That's God's promise. That's God telling you and me, hey, do not fear, which leads me, and, and, you know, he says that he's with us always. This leads me to the second point. The second thing we want to note in this verse is that we see two reasons to obey God. One, he says, for I am with you and for I am your God. If you're like me, if you're like me, and when I look back at my life, and when I look back at, 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 at all, every, you know, every, every part of my life, I can see God's fingerprints all over my life. Now, I'm not going to get into details, but there's no doubt in my mind that the good Lord uh, was, you know, had me, uh, you know, had me in his, uh, uh, in his vision. He had me in his eye all the time. Uh, and, and sometimes, you know, even though I didn't realize that at the time, now I know for a fact that the good Lord has always been there for me. He's always been there uh, protecting me. Uh, and he's always been there by my side. You know, and now that I come to, to understand that, you know, I say to myself, how can I not serve my Lord who has been with me all my life? You know, I, I never had a dad. I know I, I never had a dad, never ever met him. You know, I, you know, I found out that, uh, that he uh, uh, found out that my mother was pregnant and he never even showed up. So, but, you know, I never had a dad, but I always knew now I understand that, that I always had a father that took care of me. I always had a father that was with me and much better father uh, than any man can be. Amen. Uh, that's our good, our, our good um, uh, Lord and Savior. Uh, you know, Moses needed this reminder when uh, Israel was getting ready to leave Mount Sinai. Moses was hesitant because he was uh, unsure if God would be with him and with the children of Israel. In Exodus chapter 33, verse 14. God tells Moses this, my presence will go with you and I will give you, what? Rest. I know I can be like Moses sometimes, you know, and, and the Lord gently reminds me, I am with you. I am with you. So we can be reminded of this promise that God is always with us no matter what. Remember David in one of his popular Psalms, in Psalms 23, everybody knows this Psalm, Psalms 23 verse 4. 
that says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, what's it say? I will fear no evil, for you are with me. That's God's promise. God's promise of his presence in your life and in my life. And after giving the great commission to his disciples, you know, uh, you know he's given this great commission to the disciples and making, uh, telling them to go out and make disciples and teaching uh, all nations and baptizing them, Jesus promised his presence with them. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 20, the second part of that verse, Jesus says, And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of age. God's promise, you know, God's promise that, that he is with us all the time. We as believers, we tend to forget that sometimes. We tend to forget that he is with us, and sometimes we, we fear to do what God is calling us to do. And when we fear what God is calling us to do, then we're not fulfilling our calling in the Lord. We're not fulfilling that. You know, my life now, and my life verse is this. My life verse now is Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who lives, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. What a wonderful promise. What a wonderful verse that, that, you know, that verse impacts my life because now, you know, I understand, I understand that God, God has always been with me. God has a purpose in my life, just like he has a purpose in your life and he has, he has a reason. I mean, you're not just here to, to warm up those chairs that you're sitting on. (laughs) No, God wants to use your life. God wants to use my life to reach others for Christ. If you have given your life to Jesus Christ today, you are a firm be- and you are a firm believer in Jesus today, you can trust that the Lord is with you always, and whatever the Lord calls you to do, hey, go out and do it. He's with you. He's with me. Amen? Even through, even through the tough circumstances uh, that life brings, even through the bumps in the road that life brings, you know, um, through lo- uh, the death of loved ones, through... Um, uh, You know, many, many circumstances, our God and our Lord will never leave us nor forsake us. Once again, uh, I love what Matthew says, what the Lord says to disciples, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of age. That's God's promise to you and to me. God promised you and me that he would not only be with us, but that he would live in us through the power of this Holy Spirit. Remember in in the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verses 15 through 18, it says this, If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, and that he might abide in you forever. The Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. I love that verse because it promises us that God not only is with us, but when we sense or when we feel that God is not around, we just call on him and it says, hey, I will come to you. I will come to you. I believe many of you in this room today can give a big amen to that. That many of you have experienced things in your life and, and now as believers you understand that God has been with you all this time. And as believers we, we can be sure that all of, uh, of God's promises are yes in him and yes in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 
Many of you, I know many of you for a fact have experienced God's power and God's presence in your life. I know you have. I know you have. We, like Israel, have reasons to obey uh, his word and his commandments because our great God and, and because, because our great God is with you and with us forever. I love that. I love that the Lord promises to be with us. We need to say, I will, live, I will not live in fear. I will not live in fear because God is with me. And if you notice in that verse, look at verse 10 again. It says, fear not for I am with you. <clears throat> it doesn't say that he was with him before, or he doesn't speak about it in a past tense or future. He's talking about a presence or uh, 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 you know, being there presently uh, with them. This can be translated this way. There, there is nothing to fear because I am with you. Once again, the Lord tells us, do not fear. The third thing we want to notice in verse 10 again is that this verse gives us three promises that God will keep. I will strengthen you, I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God's strength and God's glory makes him able to help you and me. He's God. He's sovereign. He's all-powerful. But his love, his love for you and me makes him say, I will help you. His love for you and me makes him say, I will help you and I will uphold you always. I will uphold you always. You know, for many years, for many years I was down and out because of uh, many bad choices that I have made in my life. And I always sensed that God wanted to strengthen me. I always sensed that God wanted to help me uh, and, and change my life. I, many, many times I remember that in my insanity, I would always, uh, you know, say something to, you know, something like this, you know, one day I'm going to leave all this and one day I'm going to serve God with all my heart. I remember saying this because I sensed and I felt that God wanted to do something in my life, but I rejected his help. I rejected his help. It's so easy to reject God's help. God wanted to uphold Israel. God wanted to to, uh, restore them. God was giving them promises that he was willing to forget all their sins and, and just transform their lives. He was telling them, I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you. But they rejected the Lord. They rejected him. So the Lord, being a just God, had to act like a just God would. He had to act uh, because of their sin. You know, maybe some of you here today, maybe even watching on Facebook or something, you know, maybe some of you feel that, that, that for some reason or another, you feel that God's presence is not with you, that God's presence is not there. You know, but I just want to let you know that God is with you, that we will not leave you nor forsake you, Maybe you feel like your marriage, your, mar- your marriage is going south. Let me tell you, God can restore your marriage. God can restore your marriage. God can restore your life. Maybe it's your finances. I don't know, maybe you're feeling like God's not with me. My finances are, are going south and I, and I just don't have enough to cover everything. Well, do you believe that all promises uh, are yes and amen in him? You know, God tells you, hey, I'm, promise you, I'm promising you that I am with you always, 
and that I will not leave you nor forsake you. So he's still, he's, he's there. He's there with you, he's there with me, and he will not leave us nor forsake us. If you can identify yourself with Israel today, you know, Israel uh, rejected Christ. Israel uh, at times felt that, that God wasn't with them. And, and, and uh, you know, so they went and seeked other gods. They went and seeked pagan idols. They, they went and seeked all these other uh, idols that really didn't do much for them, but brought them to a, um, uh, into exile uh, in Babylon and in Assyria. But maybe you can identify yourself uh, with Israel today. Well, God is telling you today, let me strengthen you. Let me help you. Let me uphold you. Because that's God. That's, that's his character. That's, that's one of God's character. He loves to, to, you know, just to be involved in your life and in my life. He loves to, to get involved in, in every aspect of your life, you know, in everything, in everything that we do. And I believe many of you already can give a big amen to that because you've experienced that. You've experienced God in all this. In our weaknesses, he wants to say, hey, I will strengthen you. You know, that's when God, that's, I believe that's when God works uh, the best in your life and in mine. When, when we are at our weakest point, when we are at, at, at the bottom, when we are at the, at the bottom of the barrel, that's, you know, we, we can't look to the side. We can't uh, uh, look any, any farther down. So the only thing we have to do is look up. Look up. And that's when God says, okay, now, now I can work. Now I can work. This is where I wanted you. This is where I wanted you. This is where I wanted you in, in your weakest point so I can come and just grab your hand and just uphold you and lift you and transform your life in so many ways. In our in- insecurities, he wants to tell us, I will uphold you with my righteous hand. You know, I love that uh, shirt. Have you guys ever seen that shirt where, you know, it says the Lord's gym and it has this big old Jesus with big old guns. I love that because, you know, that's just the Lord's power. That's the Lord. That's just your God. That's my God. That's the kind of Lord we serve. You know, the all-powerful, the all-righteous, the all-present God. God loves us, and he wants us to know that he is with us. Church, let us not forget of his wonderful promises, you know, as uh, Pastor Matt will be teaching on, on uh, promises of, uh, of, of, of God's freedom in Christ Jesus next, next week. You know, but just let me encourage you that, that God's presence in your life and in my life is there all the time. You know, I, remember <clears throat> I remember on many occasions, you know, uh, even... Uh, a couple of times, uh, you know, I felt like I wanted to end my life. And, and uh, you know, and, and at one, I remember at one point, I was so frustrated with life. Um, you know, I, what I was doing wasn't good, and I knew it wasn't good. Um, and I really just wanted to change, and, and I knew it in my heart that I needed to change, and I just didn't have the power to change, and I kept on this cycle, the cycle of just being involved in so many things that I wasn't supposed to, and I remember one, one time I grabbed a, a, a forty five uh, revolver, and I just put one round in it, and I just 
spinned it, and I put it in my head, and I just clicked it. I just clicked it, you know. And I remember there was this uh, there was this gal that was there with us, and she kind of freaked out. She was freaking out, like I can't believe you're doing this. She's ready to split, and I'm telling you know. And but that was because I was I was feeling so frustrated with my life. I was feeling so um, uh, like I had no hope, you know. But it was God's grace. It was God's grace that made uh, me miss that, you know, when I put that round in it. And, and I opened it up and I kind of looked at it and that, that round was the very next one that, that was coming up. You know, but, you know, now that I look back, now that I look back, I mean, I can see God's fingerprints all over my life in so many situations, so many things. Uh, another occasion, I, I, you know, I'm going to be quick about this, and I'm just sharing these things because of you know just God's presence in my life, and 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 I know that many of you can uh, can give a big amen to that as well because God's worked in your life. And I remember one time that uh, you know we saw this car. We we're in front of my house, and we saw this car, and and this car came around, and and uh, and I thought you know they wanted to buy something. I'm not going to say what, but I thought they wanted to buy something. So I walked up to the car and all of a sudden you just hear all these gunshots. I mean, I must have been like six, six seven feet away from this car and, uh, um, and uh, just gunshots starts coming out of this car. And, uh, you know, so I, 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 I ran, I ran and, and, uh, and uh, the one that got hit was the farthest guy in the back, which is my wife's uh, nephew, uh, he got shot in the leg, you know. But I look back at these moments and I, and I see God's fingerprints all over my life. Why? Because, yeah, and, you know, now I know, now I understand that God had a purpose. God has a purpose in my life for, uh, and God has a purpose for you. So God's presence, God's presence in your life, God's promise of being with you, being with me, it's a wonderful promise. It's a wonderful promise. And we must never forget that. Why? Because of all because all of God's promises are yes and amen in him. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we do just want to give you glory. We just want to give you praise. We just want to give you honor, Lord. You know, as I'm just uh, standing right here, I'm just sensing that the Lord's telling me there's some people here that are feeling that God's presence is is not with them. Some of you might be thinking, where is God? Why am I going through so many things? You know, if that's you, I I just, I would love for everybody to close their eyes and and just bow their heads. If that's you, right there where you're at, I just want you to stand up and I want to pray for you. I just want to pray for you. Amen. 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 Sometimes we feel that way. We feel that God is just not around or he's not listening. Now, what I want you to do for for, the, uh, for those that are around, our brothers and sisters that are standing up, can you just lay your hands on them, please? And we'll pray together. Just just stand up where you're, if you're around them, and let's pray for our brothers and sisters. Lord Jesus, just want to pray for our brothers and sisters here.
And we want to pray for each and every one of us as well, Lord. Lord, that sometimes we feel like you're not there. But you are there. You're there with us constantly, Lord. And I just want to pray for my brothers and my sisters here, Lord, today. I pray that you encourage them. I pray that you speak to them. I pray that you uh, do a, a miraculous thing in their lives this week, Lord, so that they will know, Lord, that you are there with them, that you have never left them, and that you will never forsake them, Lord. Lord, just give them that sense of your Holy Spirit present always in their lives, Lord Jesus. Let them know, Lord, that you are there, that you will not leave them. Lord, I pray that you just uh, work on, on, on their behalf, on their favor this, this week, Lord. Just manifest your power, Lord. Manifest yourself in their lives, Lord, and let them know, Lord, that you're there, that you're with them, Lord Jesus. So, Lord, we, we want to thank you for your presence here today, Lord. We ask that you uh, bless the rest of our night, Lord Jesus. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody says, amen.